Welcome to Signs of Life, Exploring Survival of Consciousness, brought to you by Forever Family Foundation, on the web at foreverfamilyfoundation.org. I call your name, the echo is haunting, the echo is always the same. I call your name, the echo is haunting, an echo can never be changed, so I call your Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Signs of Life Radio's Medium Insights Hour, where we get to explore the mindsets of many accomplished spiritual mediums on a variety of topics related to the study of consciousness, spirituality, and the afterlife, and whatever else comes up. My name is Roman Karpishka, and as your host, I'm very excited to welcome Janet Mayer back to the show. Like all of our guests, Janet is the real deal. She's a certified medium with Forever Family Foundation. She also sits on its advisory board and has participated as a research medium in the studies at University of Arizona. And she's worked with Dr. Jeff Tarrant in studies now of brainwave correlations. She spent four years searching for answers about a language spontaneously began speaking uh, on her journey to the Smithsonian Institute where her language was identified and translated. As it turns out, she speaks many ancient languages such as Yanomani, Fulnio, Tucano, and Kanamari, all from indigenous tribes from South America. These languages have continued to emerge over the last 20 years. And uh, yeah, it's really interesting stuff. She's also the author of Spirits Are Present and she can be reached via her website, www.janetmayer.net. So ladies and gentlemen, again, tonight's show is commercial free. Woohoo! No interruptions. <laughs> Sit back, put your feet up, curl up, nice blanket with a pet or loved one, have a drink on us and let us stimulate your intellect for the next hour or so. But before we introduce Janet, just a couple of special announcements. Uh, Bob Ginzer's book is still available on Amazon. It's called The Medium Explosion, A Guide to Navigating the World of Those Who Claim to Communicate with the Dead. Uh, it's a really, really good book, and all the profits from the sale of this book will be donated to the Forever Family Foundation, which is a, a really important cause. And, of course, the Netflix Surviving Death is still streaming with Bob and Fran, uh, prominently featured in Episode 4 of the series. Um, and, oh, yes, uh, Tonight's show uh, is conducted for research and informational purposes only. So your questions are always welcome. But keep in mind that Janet won't be performing any readings tonight, folks. Okay. This is really to tap into her brain. Okay. Um, so like for the fact, you know, for, for many shows now, for over, I guess for a year, we've been posing questions to you, our listeners and the Forever Family Foundation members. Um and you've been coming up with fantastic questions, and it's been working like a charm. So if it ain't broke, we ain't fixing it. So if you do have any questions, feel free to call 1-888-627-6008. Okay? And, uh, yeah, we'd, glad to, we'd be glad to answer any of your questions on the show pertaining to, you know, what we just discussed. So, hey, Janet, welcome to the show. Well, hi. Thank you for having me, Roman. It's nice to be here. Oh, nice to have you back, my friend. Very, uh, it's been exactly a year and uh, but a, a year and about six days since we last spoke. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, it's my month, huh? 
You know how I know because I, I I save word files from the last time that we you know we put these questions in a word file and that kind of thing. So I've been saving and and they're dated. So that's how I know. Ah, okay. Well, you're pretty good then. <laughs> oh, I try to keep organized. You know, many balls yeah. in the air. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So have you been good? I've been doing good. Yeah. Just you know keeping busy, but yeah, I'm just you know just doing my thing. That's it. Doing your thing, huh? Absolutely. Yep. Same here. Same here. World goes on. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I've noticed if it's not one freaking world tragedy, then it's another, right? I mean, like, you know, it, it went from, from, uh, from COVID to, uh, to something else. And now the, the war in Ukraine, you know, and I happen to be Ukrainian. So this is hitting very, very close to home for me with what's yeah. going on. You know, it's, it's awful, you know, and there's a lot of, a lot of people transitioning into the next, into the next lifetime these days yeah and you know and, and that's the thing too is there's so much going on and the energy out there is so different i mean i i don't know how other mediums feel about it but i know that personally it just the, the energy over the last three and four years has changed dramatically and then again this year you know you feel that kind of rest and like it's starting to come together and then something else happens and you know and like you said in the in the war in ukraine and, and it's it just hits you in so many ways. And I know that like for me too, I have a lot of, um, when there's earth changes, it's like, I feel it for some reason. I don't know why, but I have always felt a lot of earth changes. And when there's, maybe it's because it's, it's not always, you know, the people it's actually what we feel under our feet and, you know, it's vibrating through us. And, and when I feel that, I think the same thing. I'm like, wow, there's a lot going on there too. A lot shifting, a lot of energy coming through the earth. And so to me, it, you know, it feels like it's, you know, well, and really like everybody, it's on a lot of different levels. And so, yeah, it is really difficult right now. And, you know, you just have to find your space and, and find some happiness and try to stay positive and try to help out where you can and, and go from there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hear you. Um, I, I know this is probably more of a psychic question than a mediumistic question, but what are your thoughts on how this thing is going to transpire in Ukraine? What do you think is going to happen? Oh, I, that, <laughs> that, that's a tough one. I can't just say that off the top of my head. I don't, <laughs> I don't you know, okay. I, I really, I don't personally know. I mean, there's too many factors, too many shifting things that can change. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always something new coming in and popping in. And as much as, you know, I want to think, oh, you know, what I want to think could be different than what really happens or it could actually something could change in the middle. You know, that's the thing about any kind of like premonitions is you can always say, well, I think it's going this way as according to now, but if there's one shift and somebody does something completely different, it turns everything on its head and then you're back to, you know, square one. So, I mean, you know, I know what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping, you know, I, I, you know, like most people here, I don't want it to, you know, be happening right now, but you know, we don't have that control. So, you know, we can just put positive energy towards Ukraine and that's the best I can do from my own perspective. Right, right. And you know what, that, that, that lends a lot of credit with you because, um, you know, uh, there are many psychics out there that would predict what the outcome would be and you're not trying to do that, you know? I mean, I yeah. know that all mediums are psychics, not all psychics are mediums, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, you don't, you, you, you don't pretend to, um, I mean, you know, your you know, your limitations and you know what, what, you know, what's what basically. Right. 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 I mean, I can, you know, and 
you know, and, and here's something too, is, you know, you can sometimes have, you know, a premonition for that day, just that day. And you might be like, oh my gosh, something is going to happen. I just feel it. I, you know, and you know, it's something is like about to happen and you're just trying to, you know, break up that energy or try to put positive energy into it. And you can't change it, but you can try to feel, you know, and send something good. But then the next day there might be nothing. And you're like, I don't know, you know, and, and I think that's kind of how a lot of it is too, with, you know, psychic ability, you can always sit there and try to list exactly what you think you're seeing and what you're getting, but you know, one shift and it's completely changed. And so, you know, just like I, I always say too, like with earth, earth changes, a lot of times I feel them and it's within hours. So then not a whole lot is going to change that I can, you know, predict for that. And, you know, like I, I'll, I'll be, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and be like, okay, my body's vibrating. I know there's earth change. Where is it happening? And I try to picture the world and I try to go to a, a certain area and, you know, I'm trying to divide it into, you know, north, south, east, west areas. And, and then sometimes I can zoom in and sometimes I don't, you know, sometimes I'm like, um, I think there's going to be an earthquake. Is there either, are there even earthquake? Are there even volcanoes there? Or, you know, there's going to be a volcano eruption. And, you know, I, I thought of it many, many years ago. I had that where um, I'm like, there's going to be, you know, volcano eruptions in New Zealand. And then I was like, I, I think they have volcanoes. I, you know, I don't, I didn't know a lot about New Zealand way back when. And then all of a sudden in the paper, then, you know, like the next day it pops up and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you know? And so I think that I become in tune with things like that, where, you know, it's separate from people. It's the earth. And I feel like we're, we all are part of the earth and we're all part of each other, but you still, it's a different energy. So I try to, you know, when I get something like that, I just try to go within and focus and send, you know, the positive energy or light or whatever I can do, which is probably very minimal. But at the same time, if everybody is sending positive energy towards the area, I think that that can also help, you know, in some way. So everybody send positive energy to Ukraine, please. Yes, yes, <laughs> please definitely. Send. Just do it. Definitely. Any, any help can help. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. Hey, so let's get to some of our listeners' questions that have been emailed in. Okay. okay. Some pretty good ones. Okay, I'm going to just read them off verbatim here. Uh, question number one. Uh, it comes from a, a lady named Lori. And it goes like this. I have been told that we come back to this life to learn karmic lessons from past lives. How do we know if a family member who has passed some time ago is still on the other side? Or have they come back to this life? Could that be the reason they don't send messages to us? Are they back here on Earth? Thanks, Lori. Wow, that's a loaded question. <laughs> I mean, I, because I can answer that a number of different ways. I think it can be it can really be answered both ways. In a sense, is that you know I do feel like sometimes very, very, very seldom would I say that I think somebody would come back that quick. I don't. I really don't feel like people come back that quickly when they pass. I don't think that maybe, you know, they could be in contact with a loved one, but they don't realize it. Maybe they think they're supposed to get a certain sign. And when they don't get that sign or they don't think they hear from them, they're like, oh, they're not around. They reincarnated already. And and I don't really think that's the case. I think that maybe, you know, they, you know, probably are trying to get through maybe in a different way, maybe in a way that somebody wouldn't be recognizing right away. And, you know, there's there's subtle signs all around us. And if we just tune in and pay attention more and, you know, don't try to focus on that one thing, then I think that we can actually get more, even more signs and our symbols than we believe. But as far as, you know, you know, I think that when 
someone is connected to someone and they have that feeling of they've always known them. They've always been connected to them. They've always felt something. And, and sometimes you can't understand why, or you do understand why. I do think that's a lot of times reincarnation. I do think that we do reincarnate with groups. I really do believe that. Like, even though, you know, I live in Missouri, I know a lot of people in New York that, you know, I feel like I've, I've known them before. And it's like, and how did that happen? You know, I mean, it took me to connect through Arizona to connect to New York for it to happen. So things can play out in a lot of different ways. You know what I mean? And you know what, on top of that, on the other side, there's no time. There's no concept of time. They, they right. really don't follow time the way that we do over here. Time is a, it's a man-made thing that we use to measure the Earth's rotation around the sun and around, you know, day and night. So it's a way that we make sense out of it. It's a, it's a man-made right. concept. They don't have that over there. There's, there's, there's yeah, there, there's no physical, you know. Well, so. and they could be busy. I mean, here, let me, I want to share this with you real quick. I, you know, I don't, I think you're aware, I don't know that I do EVP work, you know, um, um, mm-hmm. electronic voice phenomenon where, you know, yeah. you and there's ask a question questions. And, okay. Yeah. You, okay. Well, you ask questions and they come back. Well, I was asking one time for my mom to come through. Okay. You know, and I was just like, Hey, and do you know, it came back and said, she's not available. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember thinking, what? Of course she'd be available. And I'm like, you know, why not? You know, maybe she has something else going on. And, you know, she knew I was fine. I was just asking because I was doing that every time, you know, I would ask questions. I used to ask the same questions. And so she maybe thought, well, they've been answered. I don't need to keep answering that question. Move on. And it was like somebody came through and said she's not available. And I was like, okay, all right, I get it, you know, and, and I think that was a really, really good insight for me, because it was to remind me that, you know what, they don't, you know, people say, oh, they're with you 24 seven. Well, I don't look at it like that. I don't necessarily think they are with us 24 seven. I think that when we send out our energy, that that connection, that feeling, that emotion, that light, whatever you want to call it, when we send that out, and we need them, I feel like they're there and they come in some way that we will feel it or know it or receive a sign, a symbol, something, a song, anything. You know, I do believe it that way. But I also feel like, you know what, if we really don't need it right at this moment, what maybe they do have something a little more important than, you know, answering our our silly question or something. So, you know, I think that's something to to remember that, you know, just because you don't think they're there, it doesn't mean they're not. It's just maybe at that moment. There's something else going on. So, yeah, and, and you know what? I think they might be with us a little bit more uh, frequently right after transitioning. Yes, that's when we need it more. Yes, going through the grieving process and all of that. I was um, I was talking with a, a dear colleague of mine who I admire to hell today um, at work, and uh, we we're talking about you know. And I was telling her from, you know, some of what I've learned in the many, many books that I've read, and I can't recall them. I'm not one of those that will quote and stuff like that. I just remember what I remember. But mm-hmm. uh, one of the one of the books that I've read said something about, you know, uh, on the other side, you can be at more than one place at the same time. Your consciousness is not limited to a physical body where it has to be at one place. Right. So there can be, you know, it, it's hard for us to fathom because we're very centered and very, you know, boom, you know, we're, we're like on a, a filter and, you know, we got five senses and that's it, you know? 
So it's right. very hard for us to, to even imagine that we can be, you know, our consciousness can be in more than one place at a time, you know? Well, yeah, because we have limitations and there aren't, there aren't limitations over there. They can do whatever they want. And yeah. I think that, you know, and, and I think that, you know, for me, that, the, that EVP answer was a really good lesson just to remind me of why I'm doing it and what am I doing and, and how can I, you know, further what I'm doing along. But I also felt like, you know what, I was putting limitations on, you know, so much. And I'm like, I have to remember that, that there aren't any limitations over there. We can, you know, they can, you know, probably do three and four things at one time, you know, that we can't, and, you know, and that's the way it works, but it is, it's, it's always fascinating. Anything that comes through and, you know, all the things that I've learned over the years and, and I'm still always learning. And I love that. I love that there's always something new coming through that I didn't realize. And I think, Oh my gosh, I love that. That's such a great lesson, you know? Right. Exactly. And, you know, uh, I, I think I've said this many times on this show where I think we're very brave to, take on this lesson called physical life just to you know to slow us down because like you said we can do many things there um and you want something there on when you're on the other side or you want to be somewhere boom you're there there's there's nothing physical stopping you like there is over here so it's kind of like an accelerated learning class of hard knocks you know what i mean right oh definitely and i mean look at how when you know i mean they go to the other side you know our loved ones and they're like i'm so glad i'm out of that body i'm like oh it was so heavy and and it's almost like you can feel it like you could feel that there's so much lighter that they didn't have to deal with the the physical of the body and, these are, and, and this think, is wow, not only people that are sick these are from healthy people you probably hear that right right from right anybody it's just it's so different and, and all you can think about is wow you know, I, you don't think about that because we're in our body. We don't think, oh, wow, it's heavy and it's this and it's that. Mm-hmm. And it's like they when they move out and they, you know, they're they're in their spirit self. And, and it's like, oh, my gosh, it's so it's so wonderful. And it feels so good to, you know, kind of feel their energy because it does have a lightness to it or it has a just a, a really clean, clear feel to it. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like, wow, you know, I, I really love that. I think that's part of reason why when I do this. I do enjoy it, you know. I can't wait to get there, but I'm not in any rush, that's for sure. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> let's let's go on to another question, okay? Okay. All right, I've got um, somebody that writes here. Okay, it starts off like this. My son, age 40, suddenly passed away on May 8, 2020, sorry to hear that, of an accidental uh-huh. overdose. Since then, I have received over 50 ADCs from him. I've written them all down, but my absolute most astounding ADC after death communication, I guess is what he means, uh-huh. uh, was uh, when about six months after he had passed, I picked up my cell phone and just on a whim recorded, I love you, Kylie. Can you say mom? Oh, sorry, it's a her. <laughs> I love you, Kylie. Um, uh, picked up, uh, can you say mama? I immediately played it back, not expecting anything, but my jaw fell to the floor when I heard this. I love you, Kylie. Can you say mama? Then click, click. Then another voice lower said mama. I just sat there stunned. My question, how often do ADCs like this happen? Could a sound engineer or recording expert analyze it? Would there be anything different in the sound frequency? This is a great question. And yet what, what, you experience uh, what this writer uh, experience is um, uh, EVP, electronic voice phenomenon. Right, right. So exactly. It is an EVP. It's an EVP. And there, there is a way that they can figure that out. I, I can't personally do that, but there is a way that they can tell if it's like, you know, how the voice comes through. So, yep. you know, there is a way to do that. I mean, you'd have to probably contact, you know, someone that is able it's to do that. It's a lot that. easier because I, I can provide advice for that because I've done it. Um, 
there just go to um, Google EVP voice recording applications. There's a ton of them on the internet that are free. And what it does, okay, is it, it will turn your computer or your, um, your cell phone into a voice recorder, but not only will it record it, it will provide a spectrum analyzer so that it'll speed up the process. You won't like, let's say, sometimes you have to put your phone down and record for hours to get something because again, on the other side, they don't have a concept of time. So you might throw something out there. You might get a response right away or you might get a response in a couple of hours. So it takes, it takes a long time and it takes patience to do it, but it, uh, it has worked. It's worked for me once. I, I just wanted to see if it worked and it does. So then, you know, okay, great. I'm not going to waste my life doing that, but uh, I'm glad that I found out that it works. So what you're doing is once you play back your message, you analyze it on this uh, spectrum analyze recorder and you look for the peaks and valleys. When you see something, there's your voice. You could just like scroll through it kind of like, you know, like reading. You, you look at mm-hmm. the, it's almost like a heartbeat kind of thing. When it's flat, there's nothing. And then look for the bumps and then focus on those areas. And then you should be able to, to catch something real quick. There's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, software out there that'll do that for you. Well, yeah, because I use Audacity and Audacity will yeah, do Audacity's that. Yep, That's absolutely. a big one, but I don't know how that works like on the phone. So, you know, that was the one thing I wasn't sure about. But yeah, that sounds great what you're saying. So yeah, you can I get Audacity for phones. You can you can do a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it's just gotten so much more sophisticated and better. So, um, yeah, there's definitely um, uh, things you can do to, to to help that out. But, you know, um, yeah. How what, wonderful. What yeah, once you see that it works, then you know it works. Move on. Go into right. something else, you know. It's, right. it, it's a fun field, you know. There's, there's so many other uh, aspects of, of uh, mediumship and afterlife communication that that you can deal with there's 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 a i can name at least five or six different things even more it's it's crazy it's good so good um let's move on to another question Um, okay my question for tonight is how do you know for sure if you have mediumistic abilities do you have to be told by a medium that you're called to do this is there something that someone can do to refine these abilities if they believe they have them is there a clear sign that you are meant for this work good question yeah it is a good question it's like a three-part question first of all no you you do not need a medium to tell you that you're a medium i did Mm -hmm. not have a medium tell me i was a medium i have been doing this since i was a child and i did not even know the word medium was what i was (laughs) i didn't know that so i think that you know one thing that you can do is you know i would suggest first of all is you know you have to be um very careful you know, and, and when you do this, you can't just go picking people off the street and, you know, wanting to read everybody. I would, you know, ask your friends or family if they're interested, if you want to try doing readings. I think you first have to make sure you know what you're doing. You have to, you know, be very careful. You need to meditate, make sure that you're getting the information clearly and that, you know, you're not saying anything to anybody that's going to harm anyone or hurt anyone or upset anyone. I mean, you know, you're what what you do is you should do it for yourself first, you know, and, and see what you get around you, see what, you know, is coming through. And, and the whole thing is, you know, if you want to be a medium, take some classes, go take classes and, and see what, you know, how you do. I know a number of mediums with Forever Family Foundation teach a lot of classes on mediumship. 
And then no. they can help you and let you know if you're, you know, how you're doing and where you need help in or, or, you know, are you more clairaudient? Are you clairvoyant? You know, what, what do you get? Do you get a gut feeling? Do you hear voices? You know, what do you hear and how do you get it? And then you have to work from there out, you know, and, and you can't just all of a sudden say, well, I just got this on this one person. I'm a medium. I mean, you have to be consistent. You have to be able to, you know, do this all the time and you have to, you know, like I said, be very aware and careful of what you're getting and how you're getting it and how you use it and how you share it. Because, you know, you can harm people really easy if, you know, you're just doing it like because you think you're a medium and you want to be known and this and that. I mean, I spent, oh, my gosh, I would say, you know, 20, 30 years do I've been doing this at least. And I mean, I, when I was a child, I had these abilities that I didn't know what they were. I didn't know they had a name. I just knew what was going on and, oh my gosh, what's happening? I'm seeing these people or I'm experiencing this. And so I started reading, I was meditating and believe me, I used to meditate almost every day. And I mean, I don't meditate any every day anymore, but, you know, cause I can click in and kind of go right in when I need to, but that's also, you know, it's, you have to work at it. You can't just, you know, think I'm a medium and, you know, know your medium and you don't. And like I said, you don't need, another medium to tell you you're a medium, but you do need to do the work and you have to put in the work. Absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there that think they're mediums, but they're not. And that's why, you know, for, uh, groups like the Forever Family Foundation are so important. And, you know, with, with the certification process, you know, right. that, that, that really helps people because, you know, you want to make sure that when you go and see a medium that they're certified, that they've, uh, you know, that, you know, this, Cause it's a lot of money, you know, I mean, it's hard earned money and the media, and I understand it. The mediums, they're making a living doing this and they deserve to, to make a living doing this. But mm -hmm. at the same time, you don't want to be paying somebody, even if they're not doing it, even if they're not trying to be um, uh, illegal or doing something under underhanded, they really believe that they're mediums. If they're right. giving you bad messages, then well, you just wasted your money you know, right. and time, you know, time right. and money are both precious things. Exactly. And you, you know, and, and like at Forever Family, you know, you have to be, they have to test you, you know, before you're allowed in. I mean, you have, you know, they don't allow very many in. So, I mean, it's, it's a process and it's a lot of work. And I, I mean, I was doing the University of Arizona when I first started and, and that kind of took me on the whole journey and, and, you know, it just went from there. But I mean, it's, it's, it is a lot of work. You have to really commit kind of pretty much of your life to doing this, to be involved in it enough that, you know, you're willing to do whatever you can to help someone else and do all, you know, do the work. And like I said, I, I do it differently than a lot of the mediums. The way I do it, I write down my information before I even talk to anyone. So, you know, we all have our own ways. Yep. And I mean, that's one really good thing too about mediums is that they can all come from a little bit different angle. And sometimes they can get the same thing and sometimes they get get something different. It's just, you know, what we've all been raised. I mean, the information that we have from when we were a child to now, it's kind of like, those are all of our stories. And so when somebody's coming through, they're going to resonate with certain stories and then they're not going to resonate with certain stories, you know? So, I mean, yeah, that's why sometimes people come through and they're clear for one medium more than another. It's, it works the same way. Yep, absolutely. And, you know, just a, you know, a word of caution, anybody going to see a medium, um, uh, the best recommendations are, you know, the ones that are certified or through, you know, through word of mouth that, from people that you trust, that kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. 
And, uh, you know, give them as little information as possible because you don't want to have what ifs, you know, like when I went for, I've been to a couple of readings with some astounding mediums and uh, one medium I I, I called from a conference room of where I work with, there's 4,000 people. So, and I gave a fake name and told her I would pay her in cash. And then, you know, she pulled my son's name out of thin air, you know, and my grandparents too. And she was amazing because everything was like, Okay, there's no other possible way in, in hell that she could have done this. Mm-hmm. When, when you come out of a reading like that, you feel great. You know, when you come out of another reading, I've been to mediums. That, oh, can you bring a picture of your deceased son with you so it'll help me? You know, no, you're not. Sorry, you're not quite at the same level if, if you're asking for me to bring a picture of, of you know, of a loved one, you know. Right. And, just not the same you, you can't even call yourself a medium if i you know at that point but yeah there, there's 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 the whole gamut out there there's there's good mediums and there's just people that are think that they're good mediums basically right well and you know and like if somebody says oh you need to come back i'm like that's a red flag <laughs> it's like you don't need to come back if, if, if you know you didn't get oh, what yeah. you need <laughs> or if they're telling you to buy candles or some other crazy thing it's like you don't need any of that stuff it's like it's a one-on-one connection with your loved ones. You know, that's what it's about. It's about connecting to your loved ones, about giving some kind of, you know, uh, valid information and some peace and, you know, allowing that what needs to come through will come through. And I think that that's, you know, that's what it's about. And so, you know, you, it's not, you know, some people try to, you know, they, the, the fake ones, I guess, try to make it a game or whatever, and it's not. And it's like, it's, it's a real, you know, person, it's a real life and it's, it's important that, you know, we do it the right way. And I think that's what Forever Family does, which that's why yeah. it's so great to be a part of Forever Family. Yeah, I was talking with, uh, you know, with, with Bob. And I think at some point he told me, like, it's only like 2% or something like that of of the people pass, you know, become certified of, of people that apply. It's, it's really, mm-hmm. you know, there's, it's just, uh, you know, so, you know, the people that have, have gone through that and become certified. Yeah. They're the real deal for sure. Right. But you know, I would, I would like to encourage people to meditate. I know that, you know, people, they cringe at that word, but I really do think that if you want to get in touch with a loved one, if you want to connect, you know, connect to the other side, connect to your loved ones, or, you know, I think that it's really important to do that, to kind of meditate, go in, find a space, you know, whether it's, you know, in a, in a room that you always go to, or, you know, in a certain chair, whatever. Not on your bed. Not, right, on your bed, not on your bed. No, not on the bed. Cause that's when you fall asleep. So yep. I think, you know, you know, and sit there and just find your own way to meditate, whether you want to do it through an app, you know, where they do a, you know, visual and they walk you through it or, or if you just want to be in silent, you know, silence and meditate yep. that way. I think there's so many different ways. I mean, I had a way that I like to share with people and, I think it could help because I had a really hard time at the beginning, like in my 20s, when I first started meditating, I, I couldn't stay focused. And I'm like, I just keep thinking of stuff. I, I'm thinking of the grocery list. I think about work. I think about this. And, and so I started with a pad of paper and a pen and I kept it by my side or in my lap. And then I would, when I would, I would meditate. And then when I came out, I would be like, all these thoughts would come through my head. I would stop and I would write it all down. And then I would go back in and then it slowly taught me that I didn't have to do that anymore. I could last longer and longer and longer. But at the beginning, it was a really good way to start because, you know, you keep thinking, oh, 
I got to I got to text so and so or oh this person's going to call and if you write it down you can forget about it and then move forward. Yeah. And I would always like start by kind of walking forward because in in my mind I couldn't sit silently, I had to move. Yeah. So I kind of created a path and then I would walk this path in my mind and so I was moving forward and then I once those things would allow to drop off because they were on the paper, I was now able to move forward and get further along. And so for me, it was a really good way. And, and I don't know if that will help anybody or not, but it's, it's definitely worth a try. The way that I meditate is I, I've got a fantastic way of meditating, but it's for me. I, I play guitar. That's, that's, I, I have a guitar in my hand and I, I put on YouTube and I got these backing tracks. There's millions of backing tracks out there and I play lead guitar to it and I noodle around. And as I'm noodling around, just, you know, playing in the, in the right key and doing, you know, pretty cool stuff, if I can say so myself. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you do. I, I, my mind, just like these ideas pop into my head. It, it's great. I love it. And, and it really, you know, next thing I know, like half an hour has gone by like at the snap of a finger, you know, and, and I wasn't thinking about uh, groceries or mowing the lawn or doing housework or whatever, you know, work or whatever. So yeah, it's, it's good. Not only just to, it's just, it's just good for you to meditate. It just focuses. It just recently mm-hmm. centers you. Everybody should do it. Absolutely. Oh, definitely. I'll be walking on the treadmill and I'll have music on and I'll feel like, Oh my gosh, where time ago. I was just, I was, I totally zoned out kind of meditating. So yeah, it can happen in so many different ways and so many different forms. Yep, absolutely. So that's a great, uh, yeah. So um, getting back to this person's question, you know, they want to know if they, they were, uh, you know, if they have psychic abilities, I can throw out a piece of advice that there's a very easy um, way to tell. It's called psychometry. Go grab like a, a watch or a ring from a coworker or something like that and try to think of a name that's associated with it and see how, how well you do. You'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I was told that psychom and I've read that one of the easiest, like kind of like stepping into that field is psychometry. It's, you know, yeah. uh, something that's attached to a physical thing, you know, so well, you can try that, you know, just, to, you know, I'm not saying to do it, but it's a, no, that, that's a great idea. I mean, I do that with when people would, you know, they send payment, they send an envelope. I just hold the envelope before I even start the reading and I just write on the back of it and I write whatever comes through, you know, before I even open it. And I'm just like, for me, that works out really well because it's just, it's like, it clicks in, I clicked into them and it's like, we now are like a three-way conversation between the person I'm going to read, the loved ones and myself. And then I just, you know, go to town on whatever I get. And, you know, that's, yeah, that is a great way. That's you know, it just way. popped into my head a vision of Johnny Carson holding the envelope on his forehead. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of his name. I forgot what it's called. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, okay. where he's got that turban on his head and he's holding yeah. it on his forehead with the, the yeah, it's a pot, strong vision of that popped in my head. That's funny. That's funny. That's true. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Let's go on to another question. Okay, uh, sure. Let's see. Okay. So, how do I know that the evidence a medium shares is with me not coming from, uh, sorry, how do I know that the evidence a medium shares with me is not coming from uh, uh, reading my mind? Which is an amazing, which is amazing in itself, and actually from contacting my loved one in spirit. Well, mainly because they're going to give you information you don't know. They're going yes. to come through with something that you don't know, and then if you don't know it, exactly. they couldn't read your mind because they don't know it. I exactly. have a story in my book about that with somebody I read. I, you know, in my book about a gentleman who 
you know, I had told him about these people that have passed. And he's like, well, he's like, no, he goes, she's wrong. And he said, then he got off the phone right away and called, he called that his friend and he talked to the wife and she said, oh my God, I'm so glad you called. I've been trying to get a hold of you and I didn't have the right number or have your number. And I just wanted to let you know, so-and-so passed. And, and he was like, oh my God. I mean, he had to email me. He's like, I can't believe you were right. I didn't know this. And, and I'm like, okay, well see that's validation is when you can show someone or, you know, tell someone something that they didn't, they didn't know. And they, you know, it might take a couple of days or it might, you know, however long, but you yeah. know, that's how you know that it, they're not yeah. reading your mind. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's how I look at it. That's, that's the way how I, I feel like, you know, that's the information is they can give you information that you don't know about not only maybe, you know, your loved ones, but even something around you or one of your, you know, somebody's still here. You never I know. To, I used to play guitar, uh, at this resort in the Catskills, uh, which is, you know, uh, kind of central New York, um, every, every Friday. And, uh, he, this guy who is my partner passed away. Uh, Zuki was his name. He was an incredible human being, incredible guitarist. I, I miss him badly. Um, and two summers ago, his wife calls me and says, you know, uh, I was at a teacher's convention and this woman just came up to me. She just, I gotta tell you something. This, this guy is in my head and he's saying, don't worry about the finances. Don't worry about the finance. She had no idea why this person came up to her. And then, you know, she was worried about this car that they just bought, you know, and, and, and then, you know, a, a week later, she gets a call from the bank. No, your car's paid off. Like Zuki took care of everything before he passed away, you know, and she had no idea. So, I mean, wow. that's exactly, exactly what, you know, uh, what we mean by that. So you're going right. to, those are like the best kind of messages, class. Right. Brand. Yeah, absolutely. So that was a good question. But yeah, mm-hmm. the, your answer is spot on. It's because you will get information that you don't even know that you will find out later. Right. And that happens all the time. Right. That's true. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, um, let's let's move on to another one. Um, uh, so the, this question is, how do you view spirits when you communicate with them? Do you see them as human figures, full bodies? Are they light? Do you see them not at all? Just feel them? You know, and this is the question of Claire Santhemans, Claire Audience, Claire, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you what do you say about that? And I guess it's just directly. Well, for, for me personally, I mean, I'm sure every medium is different. But for me personally, I have seen um, full bodies where... I, I can't see through them. I can see full bodies where I do see through them. I can see like designs on their, you know, shirts. I have seen um, hands sometimes, just a hand. I have seen just a head, which totally freaked me out. So I'll never forget that one. And it was just a head and it was nothing else. And there was total attitude with it. Um, I think that, you know, for me personally, it, it comes through however they want to come through. I try to stay totally open to allow spirit to come through in the way they wish to come through. If they want to come through with just a voice and I hear just a voice, then that's what I'll get. Um, If I I sometimes will see shadows, mostly I would say the main thing for me is I will see figures like a figure, an outline, and then kind of a shadow. I sometimes can tell like hair or hair colors, um, you know, sometimes like the shape of the body, um, something will stand out, like they'll show me something on their body that will stand out. And then I will most likely figure that is probably, you know, a weak spot in their body that they had, you know, an illness or something happened to them. So I think, you know, they, it's very individual. They come through how they want. Sometimes I just, 
I just know. I mean, I, I have no idea. It's just like, boom, it's right there. It's in my head. It's like they, they put three things in my head at one time. And I always call it, you know, kind of like overload where I have to divide it down and say, okay, I just saw three things at one time. Let me go to first. What did I get first? And then what did I get second? And, and it's just a knowing and I, I can't pinpoint how it got there, how I know it, but I know it. So, I mean, it comes through. I really, for me, I, I allow it to come through however they want to come through. I don't, I do not set a limitation and say only come through this way. And I know maybe a lot of people might say that. I don't know. You know, there, there could be mediums that, you know, that this is how they work and they do it that way. But for me, I want to be open to how they come through because then it also tells me about maybe their personality or what they're like or, or something about them that might stand out to me. And so, you know, that's how I work. And, and, and I'll be honest, sometimes it can be, you know, I, I, I'm a little jumpy. I'll, I'll jump sometimes when it, it's really strong and I'll be like, whoa, like, okay, take a breath, you know, like, okay, I just saw that, you know, and, and, and I'm all right. And it's, it's just kind of like, I laugh it off, you know, I'm like, come on, you guys, I'm a chicken medium. Don't, don't show me anything really weird, you know? And, and, and it's kind of like, um, it, it's a very personable thing. It's, it's just so one-on-one that I don't want to say I only get it this way. I, I really do leave it open to however they want to show me and however they want to come through. And, and sometimes I might not even see them. I'll just, you know, they'll give me information that I just, I'll write down and, and it's like, okay, well, this is what I'm, I, I got. So I, I feel like it's this, you know, and they'll be like, oh yeah, you know, or, you know, and, and that's how I get it. So. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've asked, this question has been asked many times on this show with other mediums and, you know, some mediums will say an idea just pops into my head you know, and, and it's like a representation of, you know, then they have to go and interpret it and they, they become very good at doing that, uh, of mm-hmm. what that message me- means, you know, like they'll see a, a car driving and that means something. So they'll say it and, it, and, you know, just reveal what's in there. And the whole thing is, I'm sure you've learned to trust those messages or, or whatever um, communication. Oh, totally. You have to, you have to trust it because I think our ego is our biggest enemy uh, you know, it's, our ego was developed when we were, you know, just, you know, single celled animals, I guess, you know, and it's, it's like fight or flight kind of response and our ego kind of developed from that. And it's really not good for us. And it really prevents you from believing in yourself because you're going to be as, you know, it's your ego is telling you, no, you can't do this. No, they're going to laugh at you. No, you're not good enough. You know, that's what, that's your ego talking. Whenever you hear messages like that, it's your ego talking. And, you know, you got to learn how to, you got to learn how to, how to quiet that down and kind of ignore it. You know, ego is there if, you know, if you're standing in front of uh, the Russian army and, and you've got to run, <laughs> you know, right, so right. he's going to tell you, get the hell out of here. Yes. That's where the ego comes. But you know, for most of us, it's not, we're not in that predicament. So you, you, you got to learn to tune it out. That's for sure. Right. Well, and you know, and, and I mean, I always feel like I want more. I always want more. I want, I want more, you know, and, and, you know, you can only get so much. There's only, you know, they can give you so much. And then, you know, you're kind of like, well, you know, I want more. And, and so you're always kind of striving to do better, to go in deeper or to, you know, find a new way. And, and you know, like, like, for example, a good, you know, I was um, reading someone where I was sitting in the backseat of a car. When you mentioned that, I was like, I was sitting in the backseat of a car and all I could see was their head and their bald spot. 
And, and I mean, and that, that's what I had. And I, I mean, how, how could I, I couldn't tell them anything more. I couldn't, you know, well, do they have big nose? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I only saw the back of their head. And so, you know, you can only give what you get. And I always tell them, I will only give you what I get. I'm not going to give you more to make, you know, to make you happy. I can only give you what I get. And, and, and that's probably the best way to go about it is letting the people know up front that this is what I see, or this is what I heard, or this is what I got. And, you know, I, I can't tell you anything more from that. And, you know, I can only give you what's coming through. And, right. and that's what I like, you know, I, I have to put it, you know, ego aside and say, it, you know, there's no ego here because this is all I have. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's exactly right. You know, uh, for, for those people that, you know, I mean, our, our listeners are always, they're listening because they, they, they're curious about the afterlife. And um, mm-hmm. we have a lot of listeners that are, that are out there that are in grief. Um, and, uh, you know, I think this, you know, mediums provide a great service because I, I am convinced there is nothing better to alleviate grief than actually contacting the loved one. Um, or having contact with a loved one and, and knowing, you know, not believing, but knowing that they have survived physical death and they're still. Well, alive, and, you know? and you know, Roman, I think that's really kind of why how I got into it too when I was younger and so many things were happening and I was seeing things and trying to put pieces together, you know, and 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 learning that the information I gave somebody that I, I was just, you know, a, like a family member or a friend. I was just telling them what I had gotten. And then I, when I realized that it was valid information and it, it was helpful and it did give someone peace, it's like, wow, you know, yeah. there, I have to do more because I, I have more, there's more in me. And I was having so many, you know, I personally get a lot of physical things that would happen around me. I had a lot of physical things. I mean, if you were around, if, you know, you would ask anybody in my family or friends, I mean, they would be telling you, oh Yeah. You know, she had this and that. And it's just kind of like that was kind of the path that I had to learn to put it all together so that I could give it to people in a way that would be helpful. And I think that's, you know, kind of what all mediums we all try to do that we're all doing is trying to, you know, give something to give someone some peace and let them know that they're, you know, how when they're experiencing grief that, you know, that's that's valid and you don't have to have it in a certain way, you know, and yeah. and that this is just another piece that might be able to help them. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know it's helped me a lot. So it, it's, you know, it's, it's wonderful. I mean, there's, you know, for, for our listeners, there's so many other things you can also do. I mean, you can look, you know, there's, there's so many different aspects to this whole thing about the afterlife. There's, you know, the study of orbs, there's psychometry, there's OBEs, which is out of body experiences. There's meditation that we spoke about. There's, you know, past life regression. There's, there's this thing called EMDR, which is a, uh, um, yeah, eye movement, rapid desensitization, something, uh, which is, Mm -hmm. uh, Alan Botkin is, is, is big into that. Uh, there's holotropic breathing, there's mirror gazing, there's orb photography there's there's so many different aspects and angles that you can approach this the study of afterlife that um you know there's uh, uh yeah it's it's always fascinating and uh the you know the you know there's there's even some people working on i, I guess it's called the soul phone uh you might have heard of that um you know where there's they're, they're actually trying to make uh, uh, some kind of electronic connection with the other side through vibrational states mm-hmm. and science you know and and you know quantum physics is even pointing towards the fact that you know um consciousness 
is what dictates reality and not the other way around. So mm-hmm. like all these things, you know, they're, they're all converging into to really one thing that, you know, consciousness survives, physical death, simple as that. You know, I'm convinced. I, I'm beyond believing. I, I'm at a point where I know. So once you know, your grief is almost gone. It's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and it's it is it's important to find your own path in that. You know, yeah. and like you yeah. said, you named all those different you know There's modalities, and, and I'm the same way. It's like I I you know traveled a path like that, trying all these different things, just because I wanted to see how far I could go. And I think that's important too, is when you're trying to, you know, figure out where you're going with this and with your grief and with, with what you know, and like with me and with my mediumship, it's, it's kind of like, I wanted to explore it. And I, I, it was so fascinating too, because it's like, it's all around us. It's here. And it's like, why weren't we all, why weren't we taught this when we were children? You know, why didn't, you know, why don't we have this in every classroom? Everybody should know this, that our loved ones are really that close. They're really around us. And, and so that would always kind of, get to me like don't people see this so you know i always want to make sure that you know tell people to pay attention you know it's, it's all around you and there's subtle signs constantly and we yeah. could just constantly be connected to that you know? and you know the fact that it's subtle this is you know it, this is god's way of keeping us here I, and let me explain because mm-hmm. if if we knew blatantly in your face physical science, just as we know that one plus one is two, that there is an afterlife. If, if we just, you know, just knew that it goes on, then life would be nothing but like a video game. If things don't go your way, you off yourself, like pressing a reset button. You mm-hmm. know, there has to be a little bit of mystery involved in it to keep you here. You know what I mean? Oh, right. For sure. So yeah, that, that, that's pretty important. So um, yeah. And, and what you said earlier, you got to find your own path is very important also. I mean, I, I, you know, we've rattled off many different ways of doing this and all of that, but yeah, everybody's different and they got to find their own path. And right. If you're persistent, you will find your path. Simple as that. Oh, I, I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. So I got another question for you. From a okay. Wrote in, and it goes like this. I'm curious to know if you have encountered animals in your own readings who have chosen to remain with their parents and if they may have shared a previous life together as pet parent and even pet and child or parent and child. Okay, well, I do see pets in readings. Okay. As far as you mean like a pet being a parent to a human? Yeah. Um. Uh, I haven't personally gotten that. I mean, that I, it could be very possible. I mean, it's, you know, they're all living things. I don't know on that, but I have seen multiple animals in readings often where, you know, there's dogs, cats, horses, snakes. I mean, all kinds of, you know, unusual animals have come through in readings that I, I would maybe even, you know, say the name like so-and-so is here. And I'm like, they're showing me their, you know, I'm not sure they like the floor or something and, you know, and not connecting. It's the dog. And, and then somebody will say it's the dog. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like that makes sense. <laughs> you know, everything I just said is exact, but you know, it's like they'll come through. Sometimes they come through as an animal I can see and figure out. And other times they come through almost like a person with saying, you know, giving me the information that I just have the information that I don't necessarily know that, you know, it would be a male, but it's this and it's that. And then I think, oh, wow, I didn't realize that. 
but it all made sense the way it was said. And so, you know, I'll get tripped up even on that. But it is it's it's interesting when they come through. But as far as as a parent or like a child or that, I don't know if I've ever gotten that. I don't you know, I haven't personally I they've mostly stayed as like animals to me. And when I see them in a reading. But I mean, we're, you know, all creatures, we're all spirit bodies. I mean, you know, that could be possible. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, we won't know till we get there, really. Right, know? right. I just personally, I haven't had it that way. I, but I, just, I have had it where, you know, they've been, I feel like sometimes they have been together in past lives. That I have also felt as well that, oh, I, you know, I've known this one or this, you knew them before. And, and that, that's kind of interesting, too. And it's kind of cool when it comes through that way, because you're not expecting anything like that, but it will show up occasionally. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, I just mainly see it as it comes through as whatever animal it is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I I totally believe that animals consciousness, uh, you know, transitions Mm -hmm. is is energy and and energy cannot be destroyed. Right. Right. Changes form. So, yeah. So, hey, listen, you know, this this hour has gone by super quick. Can you believe we're almost out of time? Oh, my God. No, I, did. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I was waiting for the next question. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we, we really don't have any more time for uh, for any more questions at this point. But before we do go, like, let, let's give you a, a, a little plug there for, for your mediumship. So I guess the best way that people can get in touch with you, right, is through uh, your website, which is yeah. net. You probably have a um, your booking through your website and all that. Yes, I do. And okay. the book is on Amazon, so you know you can just click on through there if you're interested. And okay. yeah, very interesting. And um, how far uh, in advance are you booked? Um, it's been like about over a year, so that's gonna it's it's not gonna happen for a while if anybody contacts me. Okay, yeah, that's 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 pretty typical. I mean, anybody that's like certified and at, at your level, it's uh, you're in high demand, so it's it's about a year out so but you know what in this in the a year's not it's a blink of an eye really you know? right right so, good good so listen uh janet it was it was a pleasure talking to you i had a lot of fun i think uh we revealed a lot of uh a lot of insights in this uh, in this program and uh i can't wait to talk to you again it's gonna be well, great good. i enjoyed talking to you roman as always okay so janet. thank you Thank you, everybody. And, you know, just, uh, uh, you know, stay tuned for, you know, every Thursday, the, uh, they have the signs of life. They have different shows. I will be back in a month. I'm always on the, uh, the second Thursday of the month uh, with different mediums. And I've been doing that. And I love it because it's, it's always a learning thing for me, too. So until then, just know that you're, you know, as, as our dearly departed friend, uh, Frank Ginsburg used to say that our loved ones are, you know, a heartbeat away and that science is going to prove it one day. So I like to quote her on that when I end the show. So uh, good, good night, everybody. Good night.